Welcome to the Beautiful Souls Podcast with your host, myself, Danielle Cadwell. I'm an Olympian author, speaker, and coach, and I'm here to dive deeper into all things mindset, manifestation, mission, and yes, some meditation. In 2013, I was an unfit, concussed, and massively self-conscious synchronized swimmer when an opportunity arrived that was well beyond my wildest dreams to begin training for the next Olympic Games. I was terrified. However, I decided to take the biggest leap of my life. I went all in, moving from Canada to Australia and dedicating my life to my sport. On this journey, I made a vow to myself. If I could do it, if I could really make my wildest dreams come true, I would spend the rest of my life sharing what I had learned to help others do the same. So beautiful souls, this podcast is where I fulfill my promise. We'll talk about everything from the energetics of manifestation and the power of self-worth to mindset cultivation and how to step up and into your soul mission. You can think of this time together as kind of like a soul spa, where together we will wash away your fears, massage you with some truth and some love, and spruce you up on the insides with some spirituality. So, are you ready to be rejuvenated from the inside out? Let's dive in. So I've been meaning to do this podcast for a while, but... I don't know. It just hasn't happened, but now it is. So are you guys ready? I'm going to talk about all of my failures. Let me pour all of my shit out on the table for you. Um, but I really think that this is so important because I was actually just on interviewed on a podcast before I'm recording this and we, we see the glory, not the story. And I am such a proponent in hearing the failures that people have had and the hard times that people have had like I don't think that you have to share it. I don't believe that you have to share it when you're going through it because usually you're just processing it and you're not like oh, I want to share with you everything that I'm moving through but when you're beyond it and you see the lessons and you kind of start to see how the breadcrumbs panned out I think it's so important because no one was ever like this is so important to remember guys no, no one was ever like I had a dream and then it happened boom end of story goodbye like that's never been a good book. It was never, it'll never be a good movie. That's just not how it works. There is ups and downs and failures and in-betweens, and that is how life is, right? Um, and so I want to share with you guys the th- three specific like businesses that I have failed at, failed at before doing what I do now, because what I do now is a business. Um, and it's so interesting how seeing now how each one of those has helped me with what I do now but I didn't know at the time okay so we're gonna go into it we're gonna go into the lessons and all of the things so first of all this was kind of the beginning of my journey and some of you guys might have been heard of might have heard me speak about it before um I like many people in the online worlds um not everyone but many had a stint at network marketing that was a stint of mine for a while um I had a because okay first of all I just want to like say that I think network marketing is can be an incredible business if you find a a great company and so often like I highly recommend buying from network marketing companies even if you don't want to start the business and you can just tell them that um because so often they have the best products they really really do like I have bought from doTERRA love doTERRA love Monet love isogenics um uh, those are the three that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, but like they have incredible products and I will always, 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 always talk about how, like be open about that. 
And it does work for some people, but it doesn't work for everyone. And the reason why I'm so grateful that I had that network marketing stint in my life for like a while, right, is that I started to learn a lot about business. I started to learn about possibility. And one of the things that I love about the network marketing world is it brings a lot of personal development in. And I was opened to all of this 12 years ago, guys, 12 years ago. So this was like in 2011, this started to open my mind. And I started to hear about people that could work online and build something up online and share their life and you know help people and make money. and. That just blew my mind back then because I had basically just graduated high school and I was like, I nothing in the career world excited me. I was it bored me out of my fucking mind and I wasn't into it. And I was like, this seems so freaking cool. Um, and I had like a little bit of success with it. Like, um, to be honest, like now looking back, the reason why it didn't work is I hadn't done enough work. I needed to work on my self-worth and I needed to work on my confidence. So of course it didn't work because I was, um, first of all, I was learning a lot and I don't think that I was like the time of my life to embody it. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I'm a pretty like tame person compared to a lot of people, but I had like some party years. Um, and I was like selling, um, you know, with the network marketing was like a health company. And so like, I wasn't in the embodiment of it. Not that I was an unhealthy person, but you know, I was like, I traveled around Europe for a while and I was like drinking and that's kind of the opposite of, you know, like selling the health and wellness lifestyle. And so it wasn't an embodiment of it, which is fine. Right. Um, but even when I moved to Australia, I still had like a couple stints of being like, Oh, the, you know, this seems like an amazing business. Let me try, try again and try again and try again. And I just kind of half pushed it for years and it just seemed really hard and it wasn't meant to be for me. It really, it just wasn't meant to be for me. Um, and I even look back and I'm like, honestly, I think that there were some like definitely cringeworthy things that I did. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Danielle. Um, but I'm so grateful. Like, I'm so grateful that I learned about all that. I'm so grateful I learned about what is possible. And, and it's really interesting now because there's been a lot of people that I've kind of followed their journey in network marketing. And you'd be really surprised that a lot of people that have like, not all, not all, but a lot of people that have like large online businesses um, now started out network marketing like all those years ago. And that helped them either build their platform or their passive income to create the business they have now. Like, I don't know if you guys know Lori Harder um, and Chris Harder. They were in the same company that I was like involved in. Um, uh, like Peter Kelly, um, Anna, Anna Rose, um, Andrea Crowder, Manifestation Babe. Um, those are the ones that I can think of off the top of my head. But like there's so many. Oh, like Emily Utter. It, Emily, like It Factor. Like there's so many people that actually, they do other stuff now, but the basis of what built their big online business was years of network marketing. Um, and like good, good freaking on them. Like it's awesome, you know? Um, and I think that, it's not a bad thing. It's just something that I quote unquote, I'm going to say I failed at it, right? Like it didn't, it didn't end up being a successful business for me, but that's okay <laughs> because I learned and I grew. Um, and it's actually how I met one of my beautiful friends, Becky, who's like one of my bridesmaids. And it also like opened me to the world of personal development. Back when I was 18 years old, I first heard and was like, I remember I went to this like one weekend conference for this company and I, um, 
remember at that point I was like called up to the front at what at one point and I was like I want to do this I want to speak in front of people it like electrified me it made me feel so good which is so bizarre because I can be such a shy person but it made me feel so alive and I loved it and that was kind of my first taste of the personal development world I just don't think that I was fully ready for it yet and so that's why it didn't happen it wasn't meant to be for me and that's totally okay um so that was my first failure network marketing um my second failure there's like honestly so many more but like little ones along the way but these are kind of like bigger ones like the ones that I'm sharing here is ones that I kind of like went I fully went for you know I fully went for my second business failure was this business that I actually like was really pioneering I think that's the word. Um, right after I got back from the Olympics, I, again, breadcrumbs, right? From doing network marketing, I remember saying I wanted to be a motivational speaker, but I had never, I never had done anything motivational to speak about, but then I went to the Olympics and I had, right? Um, and so I didn't fully have the confidence to do it by myself or the know-how. And so I actually can't even really remember how it happened, but I was part of WACE, which is the West Australian Institute of Sport. Um, and so that's what I would train every day. And I kind of like, that was like my second home. I kind of lived there. And through training there, I would meet lots of other athletes. So um, Paralympic athletes, uh, Paralympic basketball players and runners, but also gymnasts. There was like pole vault player, pole vaulter swimmers. Um, so many like track and field, like so many different types of athletes that you'd meet and got to know some of them. And I actually don't, I can't even remember like what was the first conversation of how it started, but I knew that I wanted to get into speaking and I started to connect with some of the people in waste, some other athletes that also had done speaking at companies. And I was like, this is it. This is me. This is what I want to do. Um, and I didn't fully have the confidence to do it by myself yet. So we had this idea of creating this speaking organization with two of us um, and two of us. And so two, sorry, that doesn't make sense. Two Paralympians and two Olympians. So it was a Paralympic runner, Paralympic basketball player, um, wheelchair basketball player, Olympic gymnast. She was amazing, like really well known in Australia. And then me. And we called ourselves Enabled, um, E-N-A-B-L-D, no E-D, just D, you know, because we were cool like that. And it was all about enabling people, basically, and companies into their personal power. But like we went as far to like we had a photo shoot, guys, like we had a photo shoot with the four of us and we got professional photos done. We were building a website um, and we were going like, you know, all in. But then um, I was really the one that was kind of pushing it. Um, and I was really the one that was like the, I was putting, probably putting like the most work in because I had done the least experience. And so I guess I was kind of using their experience to piggyback off of like what I wanted to do in their connections. And it was so interesting because we had like all lots of different meetings about what we're going to do and what we're going to action. And through this, I learned how to like you know, kind of how to, how to like do designs and, and, and photo shoots and like website and um, uh, putting together like kind of like a business ultimately. And we, I was, I remember I was pushing and pushing and pushing it and 
it we kind of just fell apart like it just didn't work um because we all it was hard with four people with four different priorities one of the guys moved far away he had a his he had a kid um and he it just wasn't as much priority for him and then we weren't sure how it was gonna work and it, it was like such a cool idea but it wasn't something that ended up being actionable even though we put all of this work in and we had like you know I think we even got maybe some newspaper articles about what we were doing in in Perth in Western Australia and it just didn't work out (laughs) and I remember it's so interesting because looking back like there was never really a moment where I was like oh I have failed I am a failure um the same with network marketing the same with um the speaking enabled it was kind of just okay it's really hard it's not really happening okay move on to the next thing but I never really stewed in the shit and I think that that's the problem of what a lot of people do if something doesn't work out they go oh it didn't work out this means xyz about me who am I gonna be what does this mean all of this stuff and we just ruminate in that and it, we and it, it really can hold us back but if you can fail fast, you're going to become so much more powerful um, in your life. And I think that that's one of the things that was so helpful because it didn't, enable didn't work. It it wasn't going to work. But that was also such a powerful piece for me to have my own level of motivation to speak on my own and to do it on my own. And, and, uh, I also realized how much more, even though it was more challenging, it was also more freeing. You know, I didn't have to rely on three other people and that was challenging and different people's like priorities and, and level of work that they could put in. Um, so yeah, failure number two, enabled my speaking organization. <laughs> failure number three. Okay, I'm kind of like incorporating this into a failure. So one of the things that I got really into, um, it was more like, post Olympics I think is I got really into cooking and I started to really enjoy cooking um one of the funny things that happens and I don't think a lot of people talk about this but it's really interesting if you have a side hustle and your side hustle becomes your main thing then you can have a moment where like oh what do I do with my time now Um, and I don't mean that in like a bad way but for me up until I moved to Australia and and was on the Australian team, synchronized swimming was always my side thing. It's my side bitch, right? Like I was working and going to university and I was doing synchro on the side. And then what happened was I moved to Australia and I was doing synchro full time and I was working. So I didn't want to do, and I, you know, a lot of time I was coaching synchronized swimming. So I didn't want to do, I wasn't going to do more synchro, but synchro is my hobby. And so my hobby became my main thing, which was amazing. But then I was like, now what? (laughs) Like, it was a really weird moment. And that's when I really started to get into, um, I really started to get into cooking. And it was like another way for me to express my creativity. And I really started to love it. And I um, watched a lot of documentaries at the time. And I um, learned about, you know, kind of more plant-based lifestyle. And that really resonated with me. You know, I already, I can't eat dairy. Um, not not good for me, tum-tum. Not good. Um, I wasn't really big into meat ever. Um, you know, I was 
for many years as a student and then an athlete. Meat was expensive. It always seemed so risky in figuring out how to cook it. And I was just really into vegetables. <laughs> that sounds so lame. Like I really was into vegetables, guys. So I, I learned how to do all of this kind of like plant-based cooking. And I really loved it. I remember when I went to my very first psychic, I asked because I was like convinced that I was going to have a recipe book someday. I was convinced, guys, on my very first website that I built, daniellecutterwell.com on WordPress, um, there was a slash recipes section. And I was building up my, so I was like building my website. I was like building my blog, building my speaking, and I was going to have a cookbook, a recipe book. And I was putting together my different recipes. And, um... I even did, I was, I even did DK Cooks. If anyone has been around long enough for DK Cooks, you're like an OG. DK Cooks was around like 2017, 2018-ish. What I do is on Instagram stories, I would make something and I would document me making it. But it was kind of me also like getting my opportunity to be funny, or at least I thought I was funny. Um, and really like just sharing stuff. And I remember like I would be, I would do a DK cooks at night and I'd go to training the next day and I'd have people at WACE, uh, Institute of Sport. I'd be like, Oh, I loved your DK cooks last night. Like you were so funny. And I would teach this, I would share this like recipe through Instagram stories and like kind of be my like funny self. And I was also building my recipe blog and I was like, I am going to be a I don't even know like what like a recipe maker like a chef I thought I was gonna have a, a recipe book I was like so inspired there's this girl named I think Ellie oh my gosh what is she's there's like twins like Gypsy Lust is her twin sister and her name's like Ellie Watson or something like that this Aussie girl who created this like recipe book and I thought it was amazing and I thought I was gonna do that and when my DK cooks and I was running these women's circles where I was <laughs> I was making a three-course vegan meal for everyone and bringing women together and getting us to like just connect and ask questions. So that was kind of like part of it. And I was really convinced. I was like, this is, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to do this. And guys, I'm just letting you know, unless I end up having a cooking show in the future, which I highly doubt that I am, it hasn't worked out. It was an absolute uh -uh, failure. Um, and it's so funny looking back because I think it's also like the phases of my life. And I'm so proud that I did that. And I, I pioneered that because I really gave it a go. And I, I love that. I was like to the psychic, I'm like, are you sure I'm not going to have a recipe book someday? And she was like, uh, no, definitely not. And I was like, damn it. Who is this psychic lady? Um, I don't trust her. She was right. Don't have one yet. I don't think that I will, honestly, guys. Um, but that was a real big phase in my life. I was like, this is a business that I'm, I'm cultivating and I'm creating and I'm pushing. And it just never, it was just fail, failed, failure. Like I, I got off the ground, I, I, but I didn't even know what I was doing with it, honestly. Like I was like running these women's circles called Woo Woo Wednesday and I was doing a food blog and I was doing DK Cooks. I even got to the point one day, guys, where I, there was a guy at our um at Wace he's actually incredible he is a five-time Paralympic basketball player um he's really like kind of well known in the Paralympic community in Australia and he also has pizza restaurants um he's he was like 
of Ita- his wife was Italian, and he had was par- he had um, amputated a leg below the knee on one leg on one leg, and he had gone the 2000 Olympics, 2000, 2004, 2008, 2012, and 2016. He was a flag bearer in 2016, and he loved my DK cook. See, this guy was like in his 40s, right? And this was when I was like mid 20s, and he had this pizza restaurant, and he asked me to come to his pizza restaurant and do a live DK cooks DK pizza at his pizza restaurant, and I was like, "Badat!" I was like, "Yes, I'm in, Brad. Let's do this," um, and I literally like I invited friends I never freaking made a pizza in a pizza restaurant before I brought my like special smoked cashew sauce oh no I made the smoked cashew sauce there and I made a pizza in his pizza restaurant and I recorded it on DK Cooks (laughs) and you know looking back I'm like you freaking go girl you go like I didn't know what I was doing and like I was just I was just giving it a go and trying it out and again that had helped me so much it helped me so much in showing up on social media and sharing authentically I mean just cooking is a great skill to have for life um and it just all around was like such a great experience but nothing ever has come to fruition from that like at all at all but like I do love to cook when I have the time and the space I really do enjoy entertaining um but it's funny has kind of like my cooking has kind of fallen to the wayside the past couple years as I've been building this business you know working online with women and helping them elevate their self-worth and their self-belief and their mindset and running retreats and programs like which is amazing um and I have yeah stopped doing DK cooks um, because honestly, sometimes I'm just hungry and I want to make food. Um, and I think, you know, it was really interesting too. I, me and Luca have had these conversations because both of us were really into cooking for a while. And it was a really great creative outlet for me because um, I was doing synchro and I was working, but I needed something creatively. And I feel now like that I get such creative satisfaction like over satisfaction fulfillment creative fulfillment from what I do in you know building you know my business and helping women and and posting online and creating podcasts and programs and and you know slide decks and uh, reels and all of that like I feel so fulfilled through that creatively that sometimes I at the end of the day I'm like I don't know what I want to have for dinner and sometimes I'm just gonna eat the same thing that I had yesterday you know whereas I remember like back then I would literally be like I'm dreaming up different like recipes and like things that I would make and I would get all the food and it was like so exciting because it was an outlet for me but I feel now like what I do is an outlet and I don't need to get it through food um as much so it's so interesting to just like see the cycles right like nothing has come technically from any of these things but also all of them have had things that have helped me to where I am today and it's been so powerful to realize that and to see that because I wouldn't be who I am today without the failures that led me to this spot. But unless you have known the ins and outs of my life, you probably wouldn't have known that I failed at all of those things. And I honestly, I don't even say like in my mind, I don't see it as failure, but I use this to remind you guys to not be afraid to fail, to not be afraid to try something and not let it fully work out because you're only going to learn and get better. And if you have the lens of self-awareness, you are going to improve and get better and it's going to help you with your next thing. But you have to have the lens of self-awareness and improvement so you do keep getting better and better and better and better and better and better and better at each thing because you won't if you don't. 
and you will if you do. You know what I mean? And so I just wanted to really share this podcast to give you guys a lens that every person that you have seen that has done anything great has failed so many freaking times. And are you willing to put in the work so you fail so you get to where you're wanting to go? And you don't even look at it as a failure, but you just keep moving forward. Okay, so if you like this podcast, let me know, share it with a friend. And remember, the guy that created the Dyson vacuum, guys, he had 5,127 failed prototypes for five years before there was the Dyson vacuum that we now know today. Are you willing to fail that many times? And can you still believe in what you're doing and realize that you are going to get there if you always have the lens of self-awareness? I hope you love this, guys. Have the most beautiful day. Welcome to the other side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on, and inspire you and align my actions with this intention. But as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied, cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening. No matter who you are, where you're from, or where you're going, I see you, I love you, and you matter. So thank you for listening, beautiful souls, and I'll see you next time.